how are you? Is anyone home? I missed you guys. I missed recording, but we are back now. Guys, Aquarius season literally looked me in the eye and slapped me in the face multiple times. I am not joking. The amount of insane Aquariusness that has happened in my life in the last three to four weeks is insane. Not to mention that all of the planets transiting through Aquarius, which have been like, what, like five, right? Sun, Mercury, Mars, obviously Pluto, and then Venus recently have all been hitting my 12th house. So she's been going through it, but has also been at peace with the chaos and has been trying to surrender to it. For those of you who are not completely familiar with the 12th house, the 12th house is known as the house of the unconscious and its energy is super deep and mysterious and introspective and deeply transformative. So going through constant 12th house transits can feel like you're going on a journey of profound self-discovery, spiritual awakening, and emotional healing. It's going to be a time where people are kind of forced to confront their fears and face their shadow self and surrender to the flow of life. And you just have to trust that the universe has a higher purpose and plan for your journey, which has been really hard for me to deal with because sometimes the 12th house will take people out of your life for you because the 12th house governs over hidden enemies and betrayal too. And you may not know it at the time, but you just have to trust that it's meant to be because even though the process may be challenging and at times wildly unsettling, it ultimately leads to greater self-awareness and spiritual alignment and a deeper connection to yourself and the world around you. So I say all of that to say that I'm grateful for what Aquarius season has brought and taught me, but I am tired and I'm ready for Pisces season because I'm a Pisces rising, so I'm gonna be feeling myself and I'm ready to shine. Speaking of Pisces season, let's get into it. Let me run that intro. Welcome, witches, to episode eight of Witch Talk. My name is Brie. I'm a Scorpio sun, Taurus moon, Pisces rising. And this is the Witch's Guide to the week of February 19th to February 25th, 2024. It's a packed week. Pisces season starts. Mercury enters Pisces. We have a Virgo full moon. All of the things. So starting with the start of Pisces season on Monday the 19th, stepping into Pisces season, it means to immerse yourself into the dreamy and ethereal realm of Pisces energy, where the boundaries blur between reality and illusion, and reality takes on a surreal and otherworldly quality. Since Pisces is the final sign of the zodiac, Pisces encapsulates the energy of completion and spiritual transcendence, and this season invites us to explore the depths of our imagination. During Pisces season, our senses increase and there's a heightened sensitivity to the world and people around us. Colors appear more vibrant, sounds become more beautiful, and emotions are felt more. It's almost as if we're swimming in a sea of all of the sensations. Oof, isolate that. But there's this overall energy of feeling everything with an unparalleled intensity that exhilarates us, but also can and does overwhelm us. And so because of the sensory overload that can happen during Pisces season, we're encouraged to just embrace it, you know, just embrace the full spectrum of your emotions and experiences. You know, at the heart of Pisces season is this beautiful sense of empathy and compassion for other people. We feel deeply connected to the collective consciousness of humanity and our hearts open up a little to the suffering and struggles of the people around us. So you might find yourself being a little bit more kind and gracious during Pisces season because the heightened empathy inspires acts of kindness, charity, and just an overall selflessness. 
Also, you can't talk about Pisces season without jumping back a bit into Aquarius. I always think that's crucial when stepping into the season of a new sign. So during Aquarius season, there's an emphasis on innovation, community engagement, and the pursuit of humanitarian causes. And Aquarius encourages us to embrace our individuality while also recognizing how connected we are to each other and the world at large. And so when you transition into Pisces season, we move from the cerebral realm of Aquarius to that mystical world of Pisces. The difference between the two lies in the evolution of consciousness and the integration of intellectual understanding with emotional wisdom. Aquarius teaches us to think outside the box and to challenge societal norms and to envision a better future for humanity. But Pisces, on the other hand, wants us to look inside of our heart and wants us to embrace empathy and compassion and create a deeper connection to spirituality and the divine. Aquarius is air, expanding outwards, and Pisces is going to be inwards, focusing on the heart and the self. Very last thing I want to say about Pisces season is that it's beneficial to do activities that nurture your soul and stimulate your imagination. Do creative stuff like art, music, writing, you know, stuff that allows your intuition to guide your expression. Spend time in nature or near water. Practice meditation or journaling. Do some volunteering and show acts of kindness. And most importantly, prioritize self-care and relaxation. Indulge in activities like yoga, aromatherapy, baths, or just like gentle walks even to recharge your spiritual and emotional batteries. Moving on, we jump all the way to Thursday the 22nd with a Venus-Mars conjunction. Now, when Venus, the planet of love and beauty, conjuncts with Mars, the planet of passion, motivation, and desire, both in Aquarius right now, there's going to be a unique and electric energy in our atmosphere. This conjunction ignites a sense of freedom individuality, and innovation in terms of love and relationships. Aquarius is known for its unconventional approach to romance, and when Venus and Mars come together so close right on top of each other in this sign, there's a strong desire for independence and authenticity in your relationships. This transit encourages us to break free from traditional relationship norms and explore new ways of expressing our love and our desires. It's a time for embracing diversity, celebrating uniqueness and people's weirdness, and creating connections based on Mutual respect for each other and intellectual compatibility rather than just like physical appearances. Venus conjunct Mars also sparks a sense of adventure and excitement in relationships, and it encourages us to be open-minded to experimenting and trying new things, specifically in relationships, maybe even in sex. Now, this transit can also bring a tendency towards emotional detachment and unpredictability in relationships. So while there's a strong desire for freedom and individuality, there's also this tension in finding a balance between personal autonomy and emotional intimacy. So on Thursday, if you're having those problems, you're going to want to communicate openly and honestly with your significant others. Next, Friday the 23rd, Mercury enters Pisces. Mercury in Pisces wants us to tap into our intuition and explore our creativity and spirituality in our communication. So this means that our thoughts may flow very easily like water, you know, weaving in and out of different energies and conversations and ideas. And it also heightens our empathy and compassion, making us more receptive to the emotions and needs of other people. Now, to put it bluntly, Pisces does not thrive here. The influence of Pisces here in Mercury can also bring challenges in our communication because our thoughts may be more abstract and elusive. We might find it difficult to express ourselves clearly or to focus on practical matters because our minds wander into the realm of 
imagination and fantasy, a lot of daydreaming happens with Mercury and Pisces. Pisces season in general, really. And it's essential to practice mindfulness and clarity in our communication during this time so that we can ensure that our intentions are understood and our messages are conveyed with sensitivity and empathy. That's pretty much all I had to say about Mercury and Pisces because I want to get to the full moon. I love a Virgo full moon. It always does what needs to be done. So Virgo full moon on Saturday the 24th, this full moon encourages us to focus on the details of our lives, to prioritize efficiency and productivity, and to pay attention to the small tasks that contribute to our overall well-being, as well as examining the friendships and relationships in our lives with a closer look. A Virgo full moon brings a heightened awareness to our daily lives, inviting us to really scrutinize the details and routines that shape our existence. You know, what are the daily routines and habits that you have, good or bad, that make you who you are? Virgo is ruled by Mercury, the planet of communication and intellect. And as such, this full moon stimulates our analytical side and sharpens our focus on practical matters. So you might find yourself drawn to tasks that require precision and attention to detail, whether it's organizing your workspace, fine-tuning your schedules, or refining your systems and your overall process and the way you do things for greater efficiency. Emotionally, this full moon wants us to participate in a lot of self-reflection and self-improvement. Virgo is associated with the concept of service and the desire to be of assistance and service to other people. And during this full moon, we might feel a deep sense of fulfillment from helping people in need or contributing to the greater good. The flip side of this, though, is that this desire to serve can manifest as self-criticism or perfectionism because you might strive to meet impossibly high standards or fixate on your flaws. So it's essential to approach self-improvement with a touch of compassion, you know, that Pisces season compassion and self-acceptance and to recognize that growth is a gradual process and that we're all, you know, in the works. We're all, we're all we're all working towards something. In the realm of health and wellness, which is very Virgo, you will feel your best this weekend. This is important. You will feel your best this weekend if you prioritize your physical well-being and adopt habits that support your overall health. Virgo governs the digestive system and is associated with cleanliness and hygiene. So this full moon might inspire you to clean up your diets, to establish a regular exercise routine, or to implement self-care practices that nourish both your body and your mind. So paying attention to our physical health is just going to be automatically essential during a Virgo full moon because the energy of Virgo lays the foundation for our ability to function optimally and to fulfill our responsibilities in other areas of our lives. We don't call Virgos the gut health girlies for no reason. These are the clean girls. These are the gut health girls. This is for a reason. Also, my last thing about the full moon is just that this works so well in Pisces season because it's giving you one last time to clean up before Aries season begins. And as some of you might know, the start of Aries is the astrological new year. It's the spring equinox. It's your fresh start. It's also when the more chaotic events start to pick back up like Mercury retrogrades and eclipses and stuff like that. So you want to definitely use this month in this full moon as a way to build efficient and healthy habits in your life. And then we wrap it all up with Venus squaring Jupiter on the 25th. 
Venus is in Aquarius, Jupiter's in Taurus. So when Venus swears Jupiter, there's tension between the energy of Aquarius and the energy of Taurus. This transit means that there might be conflict between your desire for freedom and your need for stability, leading to tension or imbalance in your relationships and financial affairs. Even though a square is an aspect of tension, this transit can bring opportunities for growth and expansion in your social connections and financial ventures. Jupiter in Taurus encourages us to create abundance and prosperity through practical means like investing in tangible assets or building solid foundations for long-term growth. And so while the square aspect might present challenges in balancing those conflicting energies, it also invites us to find creative solutions that blend those two energies together. Okay, witches, that's it. It feels good to be back. I hope you all have a wonderful full moon weekend. Bye!